Second time's a charm. Welcome in the, from the news fleets. We had some technical glitches that Tower would never do, by the way. Um, it's a great episode of From the News Fleets. Good to be back. Vince, what's up? I am here. Back in the studio. <laughs> back. He survived the Fox Chase fires. I am here. Pat O'Leary, what's going on, man? Nothing. Uh, it's good. I'm going really fast because we lost so much time. But what's up, yeah, Christian? Yeah, we lost so much time. Hey, how's it going? Christian's Welcome back. Welcome back. All right, so yep. basically what I said... When I, Wait, we recorded about, this five minutes, uh, yeah, fuck you, Jake. <laughs> I'm just kidding. What's no, up, hello, Jake? Jake. Wow. We love you. Call, I'm, dude, call, I'm joking. It's a bit, call dude. A it's a bit. This is Seamus beefing call with the producer is Early a huge shots bit. fired. Man. Yeah, Early. <laughs> pew pew, motherfucker. But welcome, <laughs> welcome back, Jake. It was it, we missed you, I guess, and <laughs> things are happening with paramedics and people dying, and you're saving the market. Jake saved somebody uh, from every day. But it really is good to have you back, Vince. It's good you to have you not in Fox Chase for once and Christian <laughs> it's always a pleasure to have you um, now listen Christian did a good job last week filling, Great job. In, filling in for you but Appreciate he didn't really it. fill in for you because I was you still were here. also yeah. here and Pat Doyle I didn't even realize at first he was there it was, oh, yeah, he was, it was, he was a disaster the, he was the man on the other side of the curve yeah he didn't make it in the camera. he called in yeah he called in <laughs> he called in he's better than OG Wade or who's the one that you were complaining about today Andy, Andy De- from Depp oh he fucking sucks <laughs> To our sports radio listening audience out there, which is probably zero, Andy from Deptford, who calls into WIP, is the biggest moron piece of shit asshole I've ever come across. <laughs> Jesus with. Christ. And wow. the best caller they have over there. Kill your family? The best caller they have over there is Herb in the Northeast. I was, I knew you were going to say that. I love Herb in the Northeast because he's the senile old guy from the Northeast, which Butch? is not rare. Fuck Butch. Oh, I haven't heard from Butch in a while. By the way, he's rest dead. in peace, Bernie. Oh, no, 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 no. Butch is alive. <laughs> Bernie from Broomall is dead, which... Yeah. Happens, I guess. Um, but <laughs> we'll pour out some liquid death. Yeah, we'll, we'll pour out some. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll murder. He murdered his. Wow. He already, he already murdered. Yikes. He already got murdered. And that is sports radio caller talk <laughs> for the day. No, but real quick, something about Herb in the Northeast, Vince. I don't know. I don't know if you're familiar with him. No, but it's if actually you've Vince. Ever listened to WIP? There's this guy, and he calls multiple shows. He's this senile man in his 50s or 60s that calls in. He's about this yay high, like four high, four feet tall. Got great shoes. And he's like fat. He looks like a meatball. How do you know what he looks like? Because I've they, seen they him. They post pictures they of post him. Picture. They post pictures. They take advantage of this man's like non-working brain. And basically, a hold on. Be John Marks real quick and pretend you're going to Herb because I'll be Herb real quick. And we're gonna we're gonna go to Herb here in the Northeast. Herb. All right, let me. Okay, listen, Castellanos. He really's got a problem. Okay, Castellanos. And I actually know his brother. He knows everyone. Like he (laughs) says, he knows everyone. I helped Doc Rivers draw I, up plays in, in I, uh, I, summer camp. I do love how none of those people can ever pronounce the athlete's oh, name. Oh, dude! Oh, but this That's guy is, dude. This guy is like, like personif- like that personified. Like old man doesn't know what the fuck's happening, but is so entertaining, dude. I literally stop what I'm doing. If I'm late for work, I will s- not walk into the building. You are a psychopath. I won't walk in. I will stay James outside. Is there a big difference the between you working and you not working? Not really. Like, just the is there? No, there much re- of a downfall. No, not really. But the point is, I <laughs> stop what I'm doing to listen to Herb in the Northeast calls yeah. because they are riveting. I mean, they're so Man, unhinged. Seamus, I just want to say one thing. That's fucking sad. I know it's sad. But <laughs> need that hint of Herb big, every morning. I'm a big radio guy. <laughs> big radio guy. That's one thing, Christian, to know about me. I'm a big radio guy. All right, to a always know that the I podcast <laughs> kind of led me to that. I think, yeah, dude, yeah. I'm telling Big you, radio man, guy. I, I'm gonna I'm, someday. My name's gonna be in lights, saying Johnny, be good tonight, right? Right, Vince? Do you know that reference? I don't know what that means. Oh, All right, cool. But let's. Oh, 
<laughs> yeah, sure. We can talk about the that was constipated yeah. Bruce Springsteen team. Johnny B. Good. We got to talk about the biggest news of all that, like uh, Lizzie rived up, rizzed up, baby Gronk. Shut the fuck up. I'm no, not talking about no. baby Gronk. W Riz. Yeah, I mean, is yeah. he the new Riz King? But is what, what people I will are say, I will give you. All right, fine. Since you brought it up, <laughs> I'm kidding. It's a fucking joke. Since you brought it up, my take on baby Gronk. No one cares. Is that his literally father no is cares. literally uh, well, a yeah. child abuse? Yeah, who is yeah. more trapped? Who is more trapped? Britney Spears or baby Gronk? Baby Gronk. Right now, I don't know. Dude, his his father should be thrown into jail. Well, I did hear so that Lizzie. You. I keep so saying Lizzie. Livy cheated on the Drip King with Baby Gronk. No. All right, dude. No way. I, I got to no, talk. This, I, is, this is heartbreaking. This has are been the serious? bench. This has been the bench. Who are any of these people other than well, Baby Gronk? Okay. I know okay. Baby Gronk because of. Well, there's that girl Livy Dunn, who's like the <laughs> LSU that? gymnast who went viral on TikTok hot. for like yeah, being sexy. Well, I mean, that's going to be me. Not mad at that. Fucking forty minutes from here. She's from Jersey. Oh, this knows her address. That makes her less hot that she's from Jersey. This was the right. This was the benchmark for like. Realizing North like Jersey I am getting too. older because like oh, I, well, I that's better. I saw that t- I saw that TikTok and I was like I'm getting older because like I don't know what this means or I just that, <laughs> the, the guy the that King? the guy that made the video looked <laughs> like he was being held at gunpoint. Oh shit! Yeah, that's oh, wait. Baby Gronk's dad definitely forced oh. him to make that video. Oh the, my yeah, gosh, 100%. it was so cringy. The dude, the dude that actually like presented the news was talking in that TikTok accent and sounded like he was Baby being held Gronk. at gunpoint. Yo, for <laughs> once, Vince takes us off the rails, and I'm here. Yeah, for I had to bring it up. But All right. Did you guys see the, the like the clip? from the oh, Bring no, the dude. Juice pod of Baby Gronk no. where Baby no. Gronk's dad made him re-ask the questions. He's like, no, this is how you want to answer I actually it. heard someone talking about this. And they were like, wow. they're like, hey, what are you doing if you're not you know, playing middle school and high school football? And he's like, you got to tell him like, I'm getting with dude, bad bitches. Throw him <laughs> in jail. Like, throw Baby kid, Gronk's dad in jail. He's the like, kid was like, the kid was throw like, away the kid. Bad, bad First of all, his dad's like this big. <laughs> what makes him think that he's going to turn into fucking, you know, this Careful. huge because he's baby football Gronk. player? Short the mom is cool too. seven foot Oh, tall. the mom's seven foot. Okay, then <laughs> no. keep, keep abusing your child. Uh, emotionally and physically. Anyway, but, that's the baby Gronk segment. Yeah, yeah. Fuck baby Gronk's dad. Last thing I've been thinking about it, when and if he plays in college, he has got a target He's on not his going to. Oh, yeah. Every player is oh, going to be like, yeah. I'm ending his that career. That guy's <laughs> going to lose interest in sports like when his balls drop. I yeah. guarantee you it's going to be something like that. Yeah. His dad's going to kill himself probably. But anyway... No, his dad's gonna do a murder suicide. Well, even if he doesn't play football, he's still set. He's still set up to be like a fucking content creator or some shit at this point. Speaking of, is he, um, is he though? I multi-millionaire. Like I don't out. think he wants to do yeah. any of it. To normal people like us, it doesn't matter. But there are sickos that will be like, "Yo, did you catch that new Baby Gronk podcast or whatever?" No, like, I mean, there's sickos that say, "Do you see the you catch that new from the news please please content?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> content. We're gonna man. be competing with Baby Gronk we, in the next couple we can't years. Can't miss. Full disclosure: We love sickos that love from the newsbleeds. All right, but um, absolutely, yeah, you're not actually sickos. All right, keep listening. Do you guys have a name for your fans? No. Think of one. Think of one. Sicko? Uh, oh, I know, I know. E- what was it? I know. Nile, Nile, what was it? <laughs> Nilesman. Because our number one fan's Nile. So I don't know. We're taking him. They're called the Nilesman. Yeah, talking I know. Two and five no, taking him. I love you to death, but stop interacting yeah. with talking two and five on social media. Don't, you're, you're approaching I won't stand our, our number for one that. fan. All right, anyway. I'm joking, Nile. Keep Move off it. the baby Gronk thing. All right, so to the actual news. Going from baby Gronk to baby Castellanos, uh, we have... <laughs> I tried. <laughs> I tried to do a segue. Dude, we have a... 0 oh, for 2 on segues, by the way. The past two weeks have been bad. But anyway, <laughs> we're, we're getting back into our rhythm. Um, Christian, Colton I promise you we're not segues. bad at this. It's <laughs> I, I no do want to say, everyone out there needs to go on MLB.com and vote for Nick Castellanos. Mm-hmm. We had a loser, yes. and you are a loser, Nick. Nick out there that was interacting with me on Twitter like a fucking oh, bitch. I thought you meant Nick Castle. No, not yeah, Nick Castle. That, that was a little confusing. This dude Nick goes, oh, yeah, it's a very flawed way of voting for players. First of all, I don't care if it's a flawed way. Vote for the guy. And he goes, no, I'm not going to vote for the guy. I was just like, cool. I mean, 
that's your you know priority. But fuck. And that's him. our Twitter interaction of the week. No, but seriously, <laughs> fuck people like that. It's like, oh, I don't like how the MLB sends people to the All Star game. Therefore, I'm not going to vote for the All Stars. Whatever. Nick Castellanos, we have to talk about this guy. He's been fucking I, tearing it up. Dude, I did not expect this. Everyone was saying he's going to have the bounce back season. I said that he was going to have the bounce back season. I didn't expect 316, 317, eight home runs. He's almost he's almost at where he was for extra base hits for the entire year last year. Mm-hmm. I mean, the guy's just on fire. He's relaxed. He's playing well. He's playing defense well for the most part. And th- it's such a great thing to see. It is. I mean, it's, it's very uplifting because, like, but the other thing that really gets me is like, and I was thinking about this last night. He hit he hit that double like down the line, mm-hmm. one right before JT did, and I was just like, man, I I wish he was hitting like this in the World Series. Last oh, year. we would be world <laughs> champions. <laughs> like, there, there's zero doubt in my mind the Phillies would have won that World Series yeah. if Castellanos was Castellanos. He was hurt most of last season. Uh, I listen. I I don't. I guess maybe he was. No, but, he was. But okay, well then that's on the Phillies. I mean, yes and no, though. Throwing him out there. Yes and no, because he literally went in the offseason and literally just stuck in K Long's back pocket the entire offseason. Like he literally was just down there in Florida, and he and Marsh working on his swing the entire time. Yeah, so it's and Kevin Long said that, and so did Nick. He was like, "Listen, like I know what I'm fucking up. Like I'm swinging at everything in the dirt outside. Like help me." It's really Kevin Long sat there with him for probably fucking two months and was just like, "Stop being an idiot." So So what's Kevin? (laughs) What's Kevin Long's excuse about the terrible approaches up and before this series of every Phillies batter where we're not walking at all? We have no situational at bats. Well, I think. To answer your question, no, fuck Jake, Kevin Long. He Jake, stinks. Jake, to answer your question, <laughs> hot take. Kevin, Lo- that's not <laughs> really a hot terrible. take. It's not really a hot take. I guess in this city it is, but across the major leagues, it's not really that much of a hot take because Kevin Long's philosophy is if you see your pitch early and in an at bat, jump on it. He's not big on on taking a lot of pitches. That's his philosophy, and it it works for some players. It doesn't for other players. I think Kevin Long is a great hitting coach. Do I think we overpraise the guy for little things? Maybe. But I think he's fine. But his approach to telling these guys what to do at the plate is different than a lot of other hitting coaches in that a lot of other hitting coaches will tell you to run deep counts like Bryson Stott does. Thank God. Schwarber usually does it too. Um, but but Kevin Long's philosophy is if you see your pitch early in the at-bat, swing at it. The problem is these guys are having problems. Trey Turner, for example. These guys are having problems identifying their pitch to hit early in the at bat. Mm-hmm. They're having, and that is not on the on the hitting coach. That is on you. That is on your eyes. And their their approach th- for the first three months of the season has been bad collectively as a team. Outside of, of a few guys like Castellanos, Stott, Marsh had a good beginning. When but you he's see, when you see a really pitcher throw five straight balls. Or four straight balls and you walk a guy. Your approach, even if it's your you pitch, you don't swing at the first pitch. I yeah. agree with that. Like, um, you don't do it. I agree. And and their their approach has not been good for the first Although three months of the year. There is exceptions for some hitters. Sure, I will say that. Yeah, I mean, some just because go- like if Bryce Harper walks up and he gets a fucking meatball right down the middle and the guy just threw six balls in a row, yeah, he's swinging at that. Yeah, and fucking but I'm talking mile. about like Alec Boom. Love Alec. Yeah, Boom. yeah, no, no, he's I agree. not like no, you big watch bone guy. For, big oh big bone guy, big bone guy. <laughs> Big Castellanos guy. When you were like, we didn't predict. I was like, who's we, motherfucker? <laughs> I got, I got receipts. I, no, I know you were on the Castellanos uh, bandwagon. Always. All right, so I respect that. But speaking of Castellanos, real quick, he was on a local radio show, uh, Gargano and uh, Chunas, and he said that Dancing on My Own came back. It's back, baby. And Garrett's, and I'm very, and that should have been the goddamn intro. Fuck my life. <laughs> 
Fuck my absolute life. No, no, we're I not going to dongle. We're not going to switch. We're not going to play around with dongles. Yeah, let's start over again. Let's do yeah, this third. Yeah, Actually, yeah, yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for third listening. We're going to start again. Third no, but Castellanos mentioned that during the Washington Nationals uh, series, prior to the Washington Nationals series, and they were in D.C., they started playing Dancing on My Own, and they went back to the 2022 playlist, which I'm a huge fan of that. Mm-hmm. They want to bring back the vibes. Garrett Stubbs was interviewed about it, and he said, yeah, like we're bringing back the 2022 vibes. Um, we were against we were against it. You remember Schwarber said, you know, this is a new year, this and that. And he said that was the opinion of the entire team, is that last year was last year. That was the second place song, whatever. So they got rid of it. But the vibes were so bad, that, and this is Garrett Stubbs, I'm paraphrasing, but he said the vibes were bad, we were playing like shit. He said second place is better than what the fuck we're doing now. Yeah, and that's much. what he said. And guess what? You saw what they did in that national series, and their offense has been unbelievable since they brought back Dancing on My Own. Outside of people said, oh, yeah, but what about that one game where they got smashed? I'm saying big picture. The offense is back. They're clicking on all cylinders. The rotation is phenomenal. They've been doing very well. And I think that there is something about having vibes, man. There's something about the vibe. That 2022. Well, that's you need a guy like Garrett Stubbs, honestly. But yeah, I, but that 2022 <laughs> Phillies team <laughs> went on a run like that because of good vibes, man. Like they just everything clicked. They started and steroids. Yeah, and steroids. <laughs> no, but seriously, I mean, I I'm I love it. I, I I know there's a lot of people that hate the song. Which listen, you love it or hate the song. Who cares about the song? It is what it, it symbolizes the Phillies, right? Like. I, every time I hear that song, I think of being at that NLDS game wh- or yeah. when, when they clinched. And it was just like we were staying at the stadium for like, like an hour, hour. <laughs> singing that song and partying. I mean, that will o- that song will always be synonymous with that unbelievable run. And the Phillies did give us such a fun, fun fall last year. And I, I mean, and it was because of that <laughs> fucking song. That's a double meaning right there. They gave us such a fun fall. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> a little double entendre. I mean, but, yeah, it really was like just nice to watch the Phillies play, like go in deep into the postseason. Finally, it's been so long, and I was at school years. for it. Oh so, yeah, so like I didn't get to like see things oh. how they were around here. Yeah, which same thing with the Super Bowl and the Eagles, which does kind of suck. Oh, but, that's like hard. down there, uh, like met a couple of people and just had that energy throughout. Yeah, dude, like like the game they clinched to go to the World Series after that Bryce Harper home run. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's it called? Me and my boy were wearing our fucking Phillies jerseys, running down the hallway, playing the fucking Rocky song, I just running it. around the doors. I love that, dude. It was, and I mean, it's not nothing like that moment, but that's just no. But still, I mean, that. like, dude, it affected all of us as fans, and that's the beautiful thing about sports is that like it connects us no matter where we are. And Vince is laughing at me because <laughs> I guess he thinks it's corny, uh, but it's you know, just like I was actually I was being a bit of like a troll to you the other day, saying like I was absolutely against it. Oh, I, you I, totally I, pissed yeah, me off. I was fucked. That that that, <laughs> that, uh, yeah, that text exchange, like. I was, like, I was raging. I was, I was trying to piss you off, but like, thanks, I, man. I, I mean, Jesus <laughs> Christ. I was really bored. friends for. I was bored as fuck at work, so I was like, I'm just gonna piss shame <laughs> myself. Um, and I was. So if there's excited. one thing you can always do is piss shame. I don't know, dude. Like, I, I get people like not loving it because, like, yeah, this song is definitely attributed for like, you know, I we had some good memories. We were at Xfinity for mm-hmm. a game. I mean, they lost that game, but like, <laughs> we. I still remember like singing it's the song because they played it. <clears throat> excuse me, before the game. I yeah, that's a problem. They kept that playing it before games. The fuck. Xfinity played it before the game, and I was all fucked you up. You right away right. said this and is a I was bad like, sign. We're gonna lose. I was like, they're well, gonna like, lose. He the said game. it right Xfinity away. Is also, not a Philly bar. 
No, it's not. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, fake. Okay. it's fake. I'll it's a Jersey bar. But the problem but is it's money. Fest, Fan it's Fest money was there that day, so it was a little different. The only problem, though, <laughs> is that Xfinity is the only option down there. Yeah. That's the fucking problem. But, but get back to your point about um, the song. What do you... What do you uh, so it is, play, play the song! It does, remind, <laughs> it does remind me of the good times, but then, you know, a little bit maybe towards the end of the song, I start thinking about how the Phillies blew a lead in the okay, World Series and got, no, and got no but hit. And do you understand Garrett Stubbs? Rick like one for 25, and Nick Castellanos looked like shit. Do you understand Garrett Stubbs' point, though? He literally... We said a second place song is a lot better than what the fuck we're doing now. I get it, but can't we pick a new song? There'll be a new song come playoffs. Probably, but here's the thing: it's not about we'll us. Make one. It's about them. Sure. And, and yeah. that, like that song, for whatever reason, brings them together. Oh, yeah, well, at the end of the day, and that whole that whole at the end of the day, stuff. who gives a fuck what I or any other person well, not in that locker room thinks? I think it enrages. Dick Down in Dallas is back in the clubhouse too. <laughs> so, too. I th- but know. I think Dancing on My Own just like enrages the Phillies. Maybe for obvious reasons. And, and they want to. Oh yeah. Oh god. Oh god. <laughs> Stop the steel Muto. Uh, <laughs> by the way, JT fucking first cycle. JT David back, Bell. baby. He Last cycle it. in Philly since Lane Yo, Johnson. He needed that, <laughs> dude. As soon as he hit that home run, I said he needed that in the worst way because he was slumping, slumping, slumping. Guy hits for the fucking cycle. Are you kidding? In a loss? Are you and kidding me? I mean, dude, that was a that great was the. Be- I think that's. I'm not, I, I heard the high hopes guys talking about this take also, and I just want to like add on to it. It's so perfect. Shout out to James and Jack. It's so perfect that it came in a loss and in that type of loss. Like, that's so Phillies. Oh, that's like, so Phillies. That I Somebody c- listened to the Talking 2 and 5 podcast. We said the same, same exact it, it's thing. Just, it's so Phillies. You like, think Yeah, the, the Castellanos 4 for 4 game, yes. Yes. two home runs, five, like, get, gets the on base first, five times. The first cycle in whatever, almost 20 Since years. David Bell, 04. Yeah. The first cycle in 19 years ends up being a loss. That First of all, the cycle happened at like 1 a.m. No one saw it. I saw Only it. Only sickos like sickos saw that. I was up and I saw it. Also, it's a royal cycle, including. To walk, we're it's true. We're, it we're all, we were all up. We all saw it. We're all sickos. Most of the world didn't even see the cycle. Yep. And then on top of that, it was a loss in like the worst way because Cody Clemens hits a quote that unquote was, homer. Oh. Which, by the way, a fuck r- Jerry Lane. Uh, by right, the way, I literally, I think I woke up all my roommates because I literally just fucking jumped up. Oh, and I, me and my dad started <laughs> screaming. Fuck those umps because upon review, that was not even close. No, it wasn't. Why the yeah. fuck did they let yeah. him round the base? Well, because Jerry Lane That's is crazy. old as dirt and doesn't have watching eyes. Him. Did you see him behind the plate? Oh, oh he was watching even him throw up the signs. Look I was Joe like, Biden back there. <laughs> <laughs> Sleepy Joe, let me tell you. No, but literally the signs. I think it took him a solid three seconds to throw up each sign last night. Oh yeah, like dude. Tom was like well, the, yeah, the first fucking done that. Oh, oh the first hilarious. Of the game. He Tom's takes the like, pitch outside corner for a strike. Yeah, no, no, no. Tom thought it was a ball for like yeah. a solid minute afterwards. Yeah, yeah. I, Jerry Lane's always done that like, with the strike it should, zone. It should say two and zero. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, right. it's it. He, and you oh he, my god, he did you call hear the one like the producer in the background? He's like, so so I don't really have a problem with the delayed call because back in the day there were umpires that used to do that and he's like yeah but they were on drugs dinosaur no but (laughs) but Jerry Lane's a dinosaur from back in the day so like all right that's fine (laughs) my problem is his strike zone was fucking horrific last night awful I mean some of those inside fastballs and Jake tweeted out that I would love to see the umpires his his report and if you could pull that up that'd be awesome because I mean it had to not have been very good. Uh, Jerry atrocious. Lane needs to follow Joe West into retirement in disgrace. Yeah, but they don't have any other rumps. I mean, they could call them up from the minor league. Robo umps. Yes, yep. I agree. 100%. Robo umps. 100% agree. It's time. I'm torn, I'm it's, torn it's, on the issue. It's time, man. Why? I'm torn on Why? the issue. Because to me, umpires. Because it gives me less to complain about every game. The plate. Oh, okay. All right, then I'm fine. Because you need an ump to sit there and relay the call from the robot. Uh, All that's happening is the robot is the one calling the stripes. 
stripes. <laughs> nice pinstripes. Pinstripes. Uh, but the, the the robot is the one calling the strikes. No, I'm fine with that. In a microphone in the um, so you're like, hey, I'm fine with that. So Jake, do you have a uh, Jerry? Lewis? I have it in front of this here. Uh, they uh, had report? a 91 percent overall accuracy. With I don't. No, I don't believe that. No, 92 percent of balls were called accurately. And eighty-eight percent of strikes were called accurately. That. I mean, uh, that's for a point eight one advantage to Arizona. Okay, I mean, so not no, huge, no, but that's like no, that is pretty big. It's pretty bad. Eighty-eight percent is worse. like pretty bad. Yeah, I guess it's bad, but <laughs> listen, I, I was expecting a lot worse. But you know, it's a lot more Lane, pitches. Please no, they're retire. saying they're saying only six true strikes or six called strikes for balls, and I think there was okay. way oh, more than that. To cool. I think there was way there was like six in one inning. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, that was yeah. Bad. So, I, well, are you sure you're not checking just for one of <laughs> Seriously, uh, it says the most impactful calls: top of the first, Clemens two-two count ball outside the zone called strike. Uh, bottom third, Wheeler two-zero count strike called a ball. Uh, top of the fifth, Ruiz to Marsh ball or strike called a ball. So yeah, that was the one Marsh struck out on, right? Yeah. So and if you if you see anything familiar there, yeah. uh, it's all against the Phillies. Yeah. So regardless, the the Phillies have had issues in Arizona period for years now. Um, it's that fucking like stadium. Li- dude. Literally that years stadium now. Stadium's like on drugs. Uh, it's, I mean, I like it's this, huge. You know, whatever. All I, those people in that disgusting pool scares the Phillies. <laughs> but yeah, that pool is like kind of cool. Stadium. But it looks yeah. it looks <laughs> very small on TV. It does. So like only like four it's or not, five people yeah, can fit in there. That the, uh, so what's it's the like point? It's like more like a jacuzzi. Also, like, how like, does do you have to buy tickets to be yeah, how inside it, of the that's pool? That's what I was thousand dollars. Yeah. Holy Are you fuck. serious? Oh, no come on, Pat! You can't <laughs> spread <laughs> fake <laughs> news with all this shit going on with so stolen that, documents that, in the news. Is that don't pool, spread fake is that news. Pool in here. Just open to anybody. Why are you asking me? Maybe to the five. I'm not asking yeah. you. I'm asking in general. Uh, let's let's ask another podcast uh, bet. Uh, Go wait. skinny dipping in the Diamondback. <laughs> wait, Jake, Jake. Will Jake, you get arrested? Jake, can you get Mikel Bridges on the line so we can ask him what the hell's going <laughs> on at by. Chase Field, please? I I need to find out what's going. No, on. Actually, in New York you know what? Now. I'll call Lamar Stevens. Do you know no, anything? Just call KD. All right, I'll call KD. Yeah, I definitely have <laughs> KD's number, dude. I want it though. Anyway, uh, but take yeah, if you're listening, Kevin. <laughs> hey, Kevin. <laughs> Honestly, if there was anybody in the NBA that would listen to this, I feel like it would be him. I feel like Kyrie Irving would definitely love the show. Person, you did talk a lot about 9/11. He'd be I'm like, sure yeah, he's yeah, got, bro. I'm sure he's got some like, thoughts wow. about that. This, like, this Seamus guy's got Kyrie, his head on straight. I could definitely <laughs> see Kyrie like in a post game interview, like someday saying, "Yeah, I was watching this." Uh, uh, video on YouTube. This Whoa. fat white kid was. I mean, about <laughs> he's always watching and promoting very interesting, shady yeah, videos. Not nearly so. anti-Semitic. I, th- I think Kyrie Irving <laughs> loves me. I mean, there's no proof, there's no evidence, but I think he loves me. And I don't know what that says about me, though. Which yeah, is pretty bad. Nothing good. <laughs> but getting back to the Phillies, eight and two in their last ten games. All right, and they're finally picking it up. They're scoring runs uh, in Arizona, which is something that they haven't been able to do for a long time. And I think that all right, you could talk about the song, you could talk about this. I'm not saying that it's because of the song, because that's kind of dumb, but I am saying that I think these guys are clicking. I think it's like 2022, that run, that run that they went on, man. I think they're clicking together. And listen, they are doing this. I hate to keep bringing this guy up, but they are doing this without Reese Hoskins. So, like, those people can, can like, put that player. conspiracy theory to rest that they can only have the good vibes with Reese Hoskins either in the dugout, which he isn't, I don't think, in Arizona. I could no, be wrong. He's not. Uh, or on the Reece field. Hoskins is, no, Reese Hoskins is pulling the strings, though. But uh, oh, right, right. He's the manager. But that's he's what I'm the saying. He's the shadow manager. He's the shadow manager. <laughs> like, no, can we put those conspiracy theories to rest? No. I know we can't, no, but we should. So are you really manager. saying Reese Hoskins would not be a good manager someday? Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how fucking dare you? Come I'm not on, saying bro. either way that he would or wouldn't, but I doubt it. <laughs> but if we look at the NLE standings real quick, Phillies are a game under 500, so 
I know Jack Fritz and the High Hopes guys used the back word, and Jack was calling yeah, the it the B, B word. word for a while, which is pretty funny. But I and I did. I'm a fraud. I mean, I will admit to you guys that I'm a fraud. I get emotional. I get excited in the moment. So I may have tweeted a couple thousand times that the Phillies are back. Yeah, pretty much every text you sent. Every tweet you but sent out, Facebook posts. That everything. being said, you were going like full. Covered all your bases. <laughs> every social media. <laughs> yes, but that being said, I think that the correct way to look at this team and to say the B word is when they get over five hundred, which they are two wins away from be getting over five hundred right now as it stands. And I think once they hit that one game over five hundred mark, that elusive five hundred mark, I think that's when we could start to say, all right, these guys have turned a corner. So what happens if they win? tonight and then get swept by the Braves or the uh, A's this week. Then that's unacceptable. <laughs> they're they're one hundred percent not bad. Hey the A's are hot. Yeah the yeah, A's are, are hot, but don't don't ever forget this, Vince. They are a trash no, I know. team. They're I still mean, even they with the seven game win streak, they're still on pace for hundred and twenty yeah, losses. That, that is a horrendous team that the Phillies need to go out there and take two out of three. I'll say I'll say two no, out of three. Need to sweep. No, I'll Side, say two out of three. Give me the sweep. Side, yeah, but let's be realistic. Out. Sidebar, not to go on a rant like they need to just sell that team in Oakland because those fans have done it twice. Well, they this year. are. Yeah. They've done it twice this year where they've no, proved. No, no, no. They're not selling they're it. They're trying to they're move. It to, they, okay. they want, yeah. They're move it not then. selling it. No, no shame the, fans, the, fan, the fans want, us to the fans stay want the team to stay in Oakland. Well, they never show up. They it's showed up. Purpose. They've been boycotting all year. Do we... So the, they did. They no, did the report. Why didn't they show up last year? Let me finish. Before, the year before, they they never had a good Sheamus. fan base since Ricky Henderson. Seamus, they've done the reverse boycott this year. Twice. I know that. Right. The reason why they're doing that though is to show, hey, we can and will show up if you put a fucking product on the field. Well, I mean, they are. They did beat the Braves. I don't want to hear it. But do you no, get that? Uh, yes, they're saying yes, put yes. a product on the field worth watching, and we're showing you we can and will show I, up. I don't think they're going to do it, but whatever. no, they're definitely still going to move. But it's just a kind of like an indictment on the MLB. No, no, more and then I'll be something you just like constantly see after they move. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. just not going to like that's not going to go anywhere. Ima imagine Oakland losing two of their their two major franchises to Vegas in the last like what three years. That's a shame. That's the Raiders. What's happening. That's it's exactly a shame. what's happening. Yeah, right the Raiders and now the. The athletics. That's, uh, that's bad. Keeping on uh, baseball real quick. And Jake, if you want to get involved in this, uh, you can Will call. Will Vegas even have a big following of baseball? Yeah, I, no, I, no, because because football. I'll tell you I why. get. Imagine how hot their stadium is only going to be thirty thousand. Yeah. Like. yeah, their stadium yeah, is only going to have thirty thousand seats. And also, did you see how the crowd reacted when the Knights yeah. won last? The Golden Knights won. Yeah, that was bad. They <laughs> quite literally were just like, "Oh, okay." There was oh, something so kind of like Jokic after he won a championship. Yeah. No, we'll Jokic was later. more enthusiastic. Yeah, which than is these fans. Were. <laughs> which that's a big indictment on <laughs> well, the Vegas. We'll not be here for parade. <laughs> but <laughs> like, I was parade this Thursday. Oh, we'll talk I about that. Later. Go home yeah. to my horses. <laughs> I go home soon. My horse. But I, real quick, time with him last. Jake, I want to ask you something, and the rest of you, are the are the Marlins like? Are they a thing? Like because I I, I don't understand. Is. Okay, so you look at the NLEs. Forty-one and twenty-six are the Atlanta Braves. Eight and two in their last ten. All right, obviously this is probably the Braves division. However, Miami is only four and a half games behind Atlanta, and they're sitting at thirty-seven and thirty-one. So and they're seven and three in their last ten. Miami, I I I just look at that team and I'm like, this is a bunch of mid players and Luis Arise. Like, and they have great starting pitching. Like, don't get me wrong. But they're an injury or two away from becoming the Marlins that we're all used to. So I don't. I look at the standings and I, and realistically say, compared to the Phillies roster, the Braves are certainly a threat. Obviously, Ronald Cunha is having like a generational season. The Miami Marlins, to me, are not a threat to this roster to to the Phillies roster. The Mets are an absolute free fall. They're they're down so bad 
Oh, it's so great. So bad it's so that they're great. signing these washed veterans that got DFA'd. baby. It sounds like yeah. a team Luke we Voigt's had last year Luke Voigt's going to save the season <laughs> for the Mets. Washed veterans. I mean, take a look at that team with that payroll. 31-36, and 1-9 in their last 10 games. They're an absolute free fall. They just lost uh, Pete Alonso. And you know lost 11 happen. of 12, I think. Yeah, yeah, I mean, they're, they're an absolute disaster. You and know, I called this, Buck Showalter is not it, buddy. But you know what's going to happen next weekend, right? Don't they're, say it. They're going to sweep us. Yeah. <laughs> and that's yeah. going to be what gets their season back on track. Oh, God. And then they're going to win the division, and then we are not going to make the playoffs. Don't tell, please don't tell me that. <laughs> please. It, where, is, is that where you're at right now? Like, where are you at? Like, do you think this if the Phillies are going to make the playoffs? Like, I, I'm not asking, like, in an ironic <laughs> way. I don't know. Uh, oh, yeah, 100%. I think they're 100% a playoff team. No, no, no. Like I'm undecided. They're definitely they're making if you weren't a playoff from team, this area, would you think playoff? they're 100% a playoff team? Yeah, and, and the reason why is... <laughs> good wait, question. Wait, stick your hair on it. Be- because I am... <laughs> I am like a pretty... <laughs> I'm a pretty... You, know, you only have to do like half of what you you know agreed yeah, on. Yeah, just do half of your hair. So, <laughs> so yes. And I'll, you guys. I'll, I'll explain to you why... Somehow add hair. Let, let me explain real quick Dr. why Black. the Phillies are a playoff team. All right? Because... Take a look at the wild card standings. Do yourself a favor. Take a look at the wild card standings. I'm not gonna. The Marlins. <laughs> the can, Marlins. We're, we're all two and a half games back, right? The Marlins hold a wild card spot. All right, that's not. That's not. That's just not happening. The San Francisco Giants, who it's are absolute dog water, dog water. The I, Giants are ahead of us. Can I just? And the Brewers. I would just like to say you. You made a comment. You said the Miami Marlins are two or three injuries away from being the Marlins of old, but, like, aren't, like, the Phillies, like, isn't any team really two to three injuries away from, like, the, being no, fucked? No, because... The, like, imagine if right the now... Miami Marlins... Imagine don't, if any have, of our no, starting Vince, pitchers can, go down. Vince, but we have Vince, the daycare. Can you, can you let me explain real <laughs> quick? Nine yeah. bullpen games let's, a month. Let's look at this, like, in... Like, what you just said to me is absurd, all right? That, but that's just my opinion. Uh, why? Be, why? Because do the Miami Marlins have Bryce Harper, Trey Turner, JT so Romuto... Bryce Harper, JT Turner... You didn't say which players... I'm just saying you didn't say which players... Right, they could all no, get hurt. I, I, no, I said they are one or two injuries away from falling out of uh, out of contention if, because right, Ruiz Arise is that team and r- their pitcher. Right, but also, right but now, also, if Nick Castellanos and like Bryce Harper got hurt, we'd also be done. And also, Jake Cave, baby. If and Jake brought up a great <laughs> no, point. He true, said though. if if one There's or both a chance. of our pitchers or any of our pitchers if go down, any of our starters go down, which we're also complete. We're one injury away. I, I, I disagree. I would fourth or fifth cook. starter. I disagree. Yeah, I, w- yeah. I would like to pivot. That's a good point. Billy Falter also got uh, shelled last oh night. Oh, my God. The, the, yep. the Twitter Phillies, the Twitter minutes. Phillies insane people uh, have now pivoted to, and we all know who we're talking about here, have pivoted to the point of, uh, yeah. Bryce uh, in his veins. You beat me to it. It's Bryce in his veins. We've now, hey, we've that's now, my boy. Don't even. We've now, I love that guy. They've now pivoted to the point where you're not allowed to be mad at John Middleton for basically, listen, he still could do something, but I think people are in their right to be like, bro, what the fuck are you doing? Get a fifth starter. Well, it's not John Middleton. It's no, Dave Dombrowski. Dombr- sorry, Dombrowski. Yeah. I, 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 I mean, John Middleton's made it very clear yeah, sorry. that he will he sign any contract. Yeah. I, I didn't mean to say Middleton. I mean, they're, they're signing Shohei this offseason. Yeah, yeah I, I, and by the way, that new owner that's coming in here is bringing a lot of money with him. I think that that's setting up perfectly to make a run at Shohei. What is his name again? Uh, uh, Who cares? Uh, uh, Generic rich guy. <laughs> mid, mid, <laughs> mid, mid man or Which something. Which I think is funny. No, middleman. It's like middleman and middleton. It's kind of funny. It's something made up. Um, who's, but who's anyway, the, I who's think the really wealthy duck in the uh, Donald Duck's uncle, Do- uh, Scrooge, Scrooge McDuck. Scrooge, McDuck. It's Scrooge McDuck. That's the new <laughs> so owner. I, I think it's people are well within their right to be mad at Dombrowski though for not bringing a fifth starter I, yet. If you follow me on Twitter, which you should at Saint Seamus, no feet picks. 
But um, uh, <laughs> he loves sweet picks. Him saying that, that makes me believe. Be yeah, that makes me believe picks. you will give them up for the right price. You I better would, not send those. I would 100 percent sell oh. sell feet. Yeah, but at St. James, you like receiving them more though. Nah, I'm not a big. Fan. I don't under- even understand that fetish. Like, I really don't. <laughs> this sounds like something well, that someone understands. Tiny no, no, I get my. No, I nobody swear understands to God. your pedophilia. But Seamus is on my mother's <laughs> grave. Herbophilia. <laughs> on my mother's grave. Like vegetarian kids. Feet are fucking disgusting. And you're a weirdo. Seamus is over there sweating like I do not have a have a foot. I dead ass. Get on with your point. Follow you on Twitter. I don't. <laughs> All right, so I've been destroying Dave Dombrowski and his feet on Twitter <laughs> because he, I mean, dude, you cannot just sit idly by if you're Dave Dombrowski, this great executive. I know we love to label all these uh, executives in Philadelphia as if they're great, like Daryl Moore, he was a fraud, and Dave Dombrowski is almost that fraudulent level because, dude, you need yeah, to... Yeah, but he's uh, won things. I don't care. <laughs> you need to address this... Fi- he also traded Miguel Cabrera, I'm pretty sure. You need, or he acquired him. I'm pretty sure he traded him, though. But you need to fucking address this fifth starter spot. You can't just throw the white flag out every fifth day, which is exactly what what they're doing. You saw it two nights ago in Arizona. You cannot just start. Strom has been a fucking disaster. Like he he is just not a starter. He does not like Corbin Carroll. He he's just. I, I mean that was ridiculous. <laughs> Tori Lavillo is a fucking moron so for going out there. I also heard a point on that. Like it, we obviously we know it was kind of bullshit, and like, it was like they obviously didn't mean to hit him twice. Trumped up charges. If, if someone hit Bryce Harper twice in his first two at bats, you'd we would want Rob Thompson. But to Corbin Carroll no, is I not just, Bryce Harper. I just but like Bryce Harper player, I'm using him as the example because he's kind of the team's like star player. No, no, he is their star player. You would but he's want not. you would want your manager to go out there though, and because clearly uh, they lost the game, but clearly it fired the team. Yeah, up. but not try to fight JT. No, but that was ridiculous. <laughs> no, that was funny. But, no, but JT actually cleared that up, and he said like. That he was not like talking shit right. to JT, but you you he, got he, what I'm saying, right? Like yeah. he clearly fired the team up, and we would also want our manager to pick up for the guy, even if you kind of know in the back of your head he didn't mean to do it, but you have to At pick up. At the same for time, Tori is a guy that has been around the league for a really long time, and managers like are supposed to understand situational baseball. Like, look at the situation. Not everything is is so like you know by the you don't have to be by the book with everything with regards to policing the game and shit like that. It was clear. That Strom had zero intent of hitting Cor- Corbin Carroll. And the second one, Corbin, swung the fucking bat. And that's why he got hit. He checked his, tried to check his swing. He did check his swing. But that motion is what made him get hit by the pitch. It was absolutely ridiculous. He threw a temper tantrum. The dude's a fucking loser. And he just uh, he just looked like a moron. I'm glad he, his hat he, doesn't stay on his head. Did though. it you fire can, up the Diamondbacks? Maybe, but that doesn't make him like correct objectively. You can keep but spreading like, your misinformation. Yeah, I'm going to stand with Tori. No one's saying he's <laughs> go correct. ahead. No one's saying he's correct objectively. I would actually say he's objectively uh, wrong. But like, what do you you got? I would want Rob Thompson to do the same thing. Well, you'll never see him do that. I mean, that's the bad thing. That's one bad thing about Rob Thompson. He's it's too like, calm. He never really gets fired up. Well, that's you, what Kevin longs for. Yeah. Yeah, he'll go out there with a bat. <laughs> I remember Joe Girardi oh. when he was like, "What do you say, K Long? Let's say K Long. Let's go, K Long. What'd you say, K Long? I will say this: I rather I would he take like I would take Rob Thompson moron. in a fight over Joe Girardi any day. I don't care about physique. I just don't think. Well, Joe yeah, Girardi I feel like I feel like Rob Thompson. You know, he, he carries a knife. 
You think he does? <laughs> oh, yeah. You, you, like, you guys got to know the knife. I think he plays right? dirty. Well, Gabe Kapler would fuck both of them up. No, no, no. But you got to nah, know the knife. I don't know about that. He's ripped. You got to know the knife. Rule. Do you know, do so you know is Joe Girardi. No, I don't know. What, what are the you knife rule. All right. The knife rule is that anybody at any moment could have a knife on them and you don't know. Yeah, you got to be prepared. So dude. what if you go to fight someone and they just stab you? They just stab the fuck out of you. <laughs> what if they have a gun? I don't know. Why do we stop at knife? Call a cop. No, because knife's easier to conceal. Knife's are easier. Okay, call a cop. Exactly. Yeah, just call a cop. <laughs> Damar Hamlin's involved the whole situation. But, yeah, I think Tory was wrong. But getting back to your original question about Dave Dombrowski, yes, I'm pissed <laughs> off at this fucking guy. I mean, you can't. How long are we going to run Dylan Covey out there? <laughs> All how fucking long? year, baby. How Bro, he's is- great. How long is this experiment going to happen? And by the way, in the alley, again, I hate that you're the star of my show now, our show. But listen, I can't believe that this guy actually, like, defended. Somebody tweeted, oh, yeah, this this reliever for the Phillies uh, has a 7 ERA. This reliever has a 5 ERA. He goes, you cannot use ERA to judge a reliever. The fuck I can't, and I will. There's I will 100% use ERA to judge any pitcher. I've, I've actually come to realize over these last couple months, like maybe even dating back to last year, that I think the Phillies on Twitter have oh the, worst, so the worst fan base of the, the four major it, it, sports. It's 100%. Like by, I'd say by far. It's because the there is a awesome. large subsection of uh, Phillies Twitter that you can't critique any players. No you players. Can't critique no manage- executives. What you the fuck kind of a world are we living in? You can't critique management. You can't critique, you know, who the f- like free agent signings or you can't critique the team at all, at all. Or, or you hate them. Yes. Or you fucking hate them. Uh, exactly. It's not yeah, that you want them to be better. Do you play professional baseball? Like, 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 for example, like, I will. Hold me. Like, shut your mouth. I will never. I will never forget when we got Seamus got in an argument with one of these dudes on Twitter about Reese Hoskins like being slow, and the re- the rebuttal was like, "Well, are you? Could you have done that?" It's like <laughs> I'm not a fucking professional baseball player getting paid millions of dollars. So, no, if you use that example, you can't critique any athlete. Like, uh, fucking. Oh, Aaron jo- Sippis's brother right. was like, "Oh, are you a professional like, hunter?" But Joel and B went out there and put up a stinker in Game Seven. Someone could be like, "Oh." Oh, well, Vince, could you have gone out there and done better? Like, no. Yeah, yeah. But I'm not the fucking MVP I of the NBA. I Nigeria. Yeah, right. Like, what the fuck are we doing here? And I oh, think Cameroon, excuse I think, me. Cameroon. I think Seamus, Seamus could hit a ball, though. He like, Twitter gets labeled as, like, oh, luck yeah. Him, luck it, himself into It's a, a bunch run. of trolls on Twitter, like, and bots. These are real people with real opinions. Uh, yeah. Well, you don't know. They're not no, posting their faces. No, a lot of them are. Most I'm not really are. in the trenches of Flyers Twitter, but if I had to rank the three I'm in, I'd say Sixers, Eagles, Large Are you in the alley? No, I mean, I will say this about <laughs> Flyers no. Twitter and Flyers fans in general, which I consider myself They're a hysterical. Flyers fan. You're not allowed to be a Flyers fan in Philadelphia unless you're, like, committed to the team. Like, you have to get other Flyers fans' approval for you to have, like, you even know comment someone. on the Flyers. I that, think that, it's a cult, like, I think Pat will probably agree. Base. I think Sixers Twitter is the best in Philly. Nah, Eagles Twitter is better. It, really? Because the Eagles are Because the Eagles are good But I will say Sixers, Eagles, the two... By far, the, yeah. the best. Wide drop-off to yeah. the yeah. Phillies. I, yeah. I don't really know where to p- properly put the Flyers. Flyers are like cult-like. Listen, the Flyers... They just, like put past the, they just put paper bags on their head and they have fun. Listen, yeah. Flyers yeah. fans. Oh, it was four years ago where everybody changed their Twitter name to Fire yeah. Howie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was. Yeah, it was awesome. like four years yeah, ago. Yeah, except, except this guy. Except for you, you brown noser. boy. And it worked. It worked out in the end. Uh, Vince but still sucking his nut to this But anyway, I'll let him know at training camp that Vince... I always believed in him. No, but like... It's just like so annoying. Like you, ca- I hate people that can't accept any criticism Brown without it immediately coming off as hate. Yeah. Like I've I've said to these people before, it comes off as like 
you guys don't criticize the team or the executives at all. So any little bit of criticism makes it look like I fucking hate like Reese Hoskins. And that's the problem with like people. People say, well, I do sort of. (laughs) People say political discourse in this country is bad. Sports discourse is even worse. It's terrible. I mean, no, it's not. They're not burning down capitals, but I I mean, listen, I'm about to burn down citizens. Side job. But but seriously, I mean, like, I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if people were, you know, in QAnon shaman outfits going to CBP. You know, it's just. It's a bad. It was made in Philadelphia. Toxic, yeah, always sunny. It's a bad, <laughs> toxic uh, environment on there, and I just keep feeding into it. Yeah, you do. You really fucking do. You stoke the fires You're every a psychotic day. Person. Yeah, I just Christian, like the it's attention. Bad. Yeah, I, no, see, I, yes, you got it. Yeah, thank you, the, It's not the thing attention. is, I can't even really get on Shane. I don't want attention from you, in the alley. I can't really I'm, get. I muted him. I can't really <laughs> get on Seamus because we I do the same thing Seamus does just in the political landscape. No, but like the reason why I <laughs> And respond, that's honestly worse. I'm waiting for you to come <laughs> after me. <laughs> Yo, in all seriousness, the I'm only reason why I respond to these people is because they're wrong. And I'm trying to like try to break through, but it never works, and I should learn that it never works. Yeah. Are they wrong or are they wrong? And they're uh, uh, nobody wants to debate me either. Like we've like for example, we've offered people on Twitter that disagree with me and called me names over like the most, you know, benign things, like the most benign points. Justified. And and Jake would say, Hey, listen, do you want to go on from the nosebleeds and have a nice like civil debate? Or we could go on your podcast, have a civil debate, or a neutral ground. Go on Talk at 215 and have a debate. They said they would be happy to have us. And it's like they always say no. So I like. No, why the fuck would it come in your shitty podcast? You weren't very respectful to me. Like, it's because I don't respect you. That's the point. And my. Uh, the, I, I can't even imagine what that dude's podcast is like if just the Phillies are just great, everything's great, nothing is wrong, and everything's good. Exactly. And there's no like, criticism. Like, what do you do? Like, what do it's you just, do? what, an hour of like, the Phillies are great. I miss Reese. I miss Reese. It's a half hour of a podcast. That's all he does. And then it's 30 minutes of music, too. Yeah, dude. I mean, he well, of course. He yeah, he's yeah. a producer. So, Taylor, if you're out there. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor, if you're I got listening. a dongle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that guy needs more than a dongle. But um, whatever that is. Uh, no, but seriously, yeah. So, the, the sports discourse is bad. Um, but maybe I'll stop doing it. But I probably won't. I probably won't stop engaging with you these won't. people. Because can't stop, won't stop. They piss me off like to no end, and I do hate follow people on Twitter. Like, yeah. by the way, like <laughs> a follow by me does not mean I like you. It means it probably means I hate you. Like because like I follow people on Philly Sports uh, Twitter just to like see like see how outrageous. For example, somebody tweeted today, uh, a Phillies fan tweeted today. They quoted the MLB trade rumors tweet that said um, Braves have signed Jesus Aguilar to a minor league deal. And she would not sarcastically at all said, "Oh no!" Like with like crying, and people were like, "People were like, wait, wait, you're being sarcastic, right?" She was like, "No, like they have like more depth." Than that. I was like, "Dude, Jesus Aguilar <laughs> is not a thing to be worried about." So it's just like there's stupidity on there. There's um, insane cults to like players that are obscure and not even good. It's just very toxic. But the problem is, like these are real people. Turn on the radio, big radio guy. Turn on the radio. You'll hear people calling into the radio saying these exact same things. So these are real people with real horrible opinions. And you want a bigger fan base? Just do that. No, I know, but I get like shit, shit on sometimes. But like for saying Philadelphia is not the smartest fan base that it claims to be in the world. It's not even close. I think there's a huge, huge difference between being a passionate fan base and a smart fan base. One hundred percent. And, and I we, are, we are, we are. Maxed out on the passion. I would argue that we are certainly a passionate fan base, like Maybe, collectively. But I the think, problem is, 
don't like don't passionate fan bases show up no matter what. Yeah. We don't. Like when the Phillies are bad, we do not show up. They went to the goddamn war. They won the pennant last year. We didn't show up. Like you know what I mean? Like so that's not really passionate. People yeah, don't. Yeah, we, what? No, no, no. In the first half of the year, when they were playing bad, if oh, you're so yeah. Pa- yeah, but if you're so passionate about your team, you'll show up no matter what. Like that's what I'm saying. Nobody shows up to the Flyers games. Oh, it's for protest. No, well, when you, you don't suck, care you about suck. hockey. Like so, I don't know how much of a passionate fan base this is. When everything's going right, it's going right. I will say for the Eagles, they're 100% passionate. Because that is the number one sport in the city. I mean, even I don't know what the numbers are, but I'm pretty sure the Sixers didn't do horrible during the process years, did they? Like, no, I, I mean there were like two dollar no, tickets. Yeah, man. Were, it was yeah. it was bad. It was two, yeah. They didn't do horrible, but you know they didn't do great. No, right. I, yeah, and there was also people that were just like sickos that were like, yeah, yeah. But yeah, like, I mean, I was there a lot. You're not going to watch Michael Carter Williams? Are you <laughs> crazy? Oh no, I was there. I was Rookie probably the year, bro. I probably went to the Sixers about. A hundred times more do- then oh, than I yeah. do now. But like my point is not to shit on the Philadelphia fan base because I am the Phil- like I am part of the Philadelphia fan base. So listen, like that's like I love the city. I love all of our teams. Yes, I love I all of our do. teams. Like with you a don't passion. Love the union? No, I mean I actually started <laughs> to get into the union, but whatever. No, you didn't. But their fans actually are passionate. They're the best Sons fans. Of ben. They're the best fans of Philly. But my, my they point, put Charlie Sheen my point on a is, poster. <laughs> let's not pretend that we are the smartest fan base when objectively we we are not. I don't know who is a smart. I don't think there are any smart fan bases out there. I think people are just sports fans. Some are more passionate than others. I don't know how to gauge like how smart you are. But based on like the the takes coming well, from people smart here, to gauge smartness. but I'm just saying like based on like some of the takes I hear coming out of this town, like no, I mean most of them aren't like. Smart at all that 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 sports wise, so I, I mean that's all I have to say. But are those just the loudest voices? But that's another thing. It's like, <laughs> but like these same people you'll run into the Wawa and have the exact same conversation. Yeah, because they hear it on the radio. Yeah, but that's the problem. And then they're just regurgitating what they're hearing. You very rarely have like a you know an I, original. I opinion. don't want to say normal. Yeah, sure, like an original opinion yeah. or an objective thought. Yeah. How mu- I wanted to kind of use this as a chance. Do you how much more in the Phillies do you have? I wanted to bring something else, like another topic, real quick, because it kind of it took segue from this. Um, I pretty much like what I have to say about the Phillies is like I'm very happy with where they're at right now, outside of that number five spot. Like they need to go gra- grab a starting pitcher. Enough of the notion that Shane Bieber isn't worth it. They're bringing Shane Bieber is 100 yeah. worth it. They're 28 years old. I don't care that he lost a mile or two mile per hour off his fucking fastball. Fuck you. He's 28. Mar- Marcus Stroman. I would love Marcus Stroman. But the better option is Shane Bieber. He's younger, better career stats, better career numbers, not a locker room problem, which Strowman has been everywhere he's been. And people are like, oh, but the Cubs aren't saying that he's a bad. Why would his teammates say he's a bad locker room issue? Different story. Shane Bieber, you are a Phil. Yeah. They're, the Phillies are doing a good job of pulling me back in. Once they get the 500, I'll be all the way there. I respect that. Um, my point, we were talking about social media and shit. And like, and okay, so the, nu- <laughs> the Nuggets just won the finals, obviously. And whatever. The series, they could care less. I, I want to say some of the things that I've seen on social media like have just been insane. Like, uh, First and foremost, this is the first argument I want to tackle here. I can't stand, and this is every sport, but it's just been happening with the Nuggets right now. All the fucking people that are always like, Oh well, if this team would have made the finals, they would have beat the Nuggets. Or it doesn't matter. Isn't that so I get, and everyone's always like, "Oh well, it's all about matchups." If yeah, the but the Sixers would have won it. <laughs> like, like all these Philly fans oh, and shit that hate track. like Jokic or whatever, and that's whatever. But they're like, and we all hate Boston too. But there's so many people that are like, "Oh well, Boston would have beaten the Nuggets." 
Doesn't this come off as the same energy as after 2017 when the fucking idiot Saints came out and said they would have beat the Eagles? And we, yes. were all, we were all like, well, you couldn't even beat the Vikings. Well, with this logic these people are using, like, how do we know the Saints wouldn't have beaten the Eagles then? It's kind of like... It's a fucking... It's pointless. But isn't it's, it counterintuitive to, like, even talk it like it that? It is. Like, it's, it, that didn't happen. It's counterintuitive. It's stupid. And it's like, if the fucking Celtics could have beat the Nuggets, why the fuck couldn't they beat the Heat? I that, would just like to say that the, the Niners, the Niners would have won. won yeah. They would have won. <laughs> the, like, the, dude, the Nuggets... The, and then that's the next part of this for the Nuggets. Like, they're, everyone's like, "Oh, it's been, it was such an easy run for them to the oh finals." My God. That's the worst, dude. Shit. The I can't. Heat, I can't. Do people, it I think that people must forget like how the playoffs went. The Heat didn't get lucky and get the skate by, and the Bucks and the Celtics played each other in the first round. The Heat beat both of those teams. The only team yeah. they avoided, quote unquote, was the fucking Sixers, who clearly aren't even a we threat. Swept right. Them. I think whatever. They I think they would have beat us. But anyway, like but. the Heat earned their spot, and then the. Also, and then in the Western Conference, because people were like, oh, well, they played the Lakers. The Lakers beat the fucking Grizzlies and the Warriors. Yes. Mm -hmm. So, like, yeah, the fucking, like, path to the finals wasn't great. It wasn't like the 2011 Mavericks or anything. But, like, you can nitpick. It was a boring final. You can nitpick. Sure. sure, yes. But you can nitpick almost every single NBA championship. Oh, well, this guy was hurt, and that would have changed it. Oh, but if this team could have beat this team, it might have been different. It's all so fucking meaningless and stupid. If you're such a better team, then win and make the fucking finals. It's a great point. It's also like but the fits. Nuggets killed everyone they faced. Yeah. Like the entire They played time. great. Like, yeah, they did. They were never in danger. They lost like no. how many games did they even lose in this postseason? Like, I have a ton like of respect four. for Jokic. They lost Not one more. they maybe lost like one game to the Timberwolves. They, two to the Suns. They two to the Suns, so that's they lost four games, right? Yeah, four, yeah. They lost four games this postseason. And like I'm not trying to be on here like one of those. People that's like, oh, I'm just gonna suck the Nuggets' dick because the Sixers suck. But like, they're just getting Dude, such you're sucking a, their Nuggets. It's such a weird perception. <laughs> it's such a weird perception they've gotten online. And no, then, I like, agree. And then, but did you know this real quick? That if the Astros didn't have any pitchers, the Phillies would have won the World Series. <laughs> right? Did you know that? People just waste that's their time true. arguing like stupid shit. Like, dude, <laughs> and I know we were just talking about the Twitter like uh, Sixers fan bases and all that kind of stuff. I think it's even worse. I've been like. These last couple of months, I've been getting on like Reddit and shit, and like I'm in the Sixers. Oh, that cannot be good. Dude, for the there are You're some. Psycho. There from are the nosebleed subreddit dude, coming soon. There's some people in there that are truly delusional. Like I got in an argument last night with a guy, and like I hate having to be on the opposite side of this argument. But mm -hmm. this guy was saying that Embiid is quote clearly better than Giannis and Jokic, and I was like, how? I was like, I was like Giannis. <laughs> on what? what way? Wait, was that Elliot Shore Park? And, He's a fucking. Oh my god! He should never. I I don't, I don't mind Every, his Eagles. Yeah, don't mind his Eagles takes, but his Sixers takes are hard. Like, Stop the it. Nuggets won the finals. Why are we talking about Embiid? Yeah, yeah, I know. What does this got to do with it? It doesn't. You like, this shouldn't be a conversation bro, between like, Jokic and Embiid anymore. No, it, it shouldn't. It, it, it's it's, it, it's okay like, to admit that. And like, I feel like all these Sixers fans. Like, I think the graphic that inspired this comment was it was a. Uh, it was Jokic, jo Giannis, and Joel, and it said one of those start, bench, and trade. And someone was like, they're setting Joel up here. And it's like, how? These are three of the best players in the NBA. Jo just because Joel is going to be the one getting cut, because in that he is 100%. That's just sure. reality. Yeah. Like, that's the reality. Yeah. And it's it's now on Joel. To, the, the fucking narrative that is shaped around him is his own fault. It is. It is. 100%. Looking back on it now... He is in the position he's in because of himself, and it's on him to turn this narrative around. But don't you think that goes back to what we were talking about earlier with, like, there's a lot of, like, like I hate to use the term bootlicker, but, I mean, there there are a lot of brown nosers, like, even yeah. for Embiid. It's like, he's my favorite athlete like, ever, and I'm not afraid and, to admit that, that goes he back is, to like the his legacy is weird. The smart, stupid fan base shit. It's like, there are a lot of people here, 
in Philly, that will admit that Jokic is better. But there are a lot of voices out there, including people that have jobs on the radio, on sports radio, that say, no, Embiid is the clear better player. I'm not going to be one of those people that acts like I've always known this, because literally a couple months ago I was saying Joel is the better player. But I think that this postseason proves it. He has a postseason, and he's got a ring. It's impossible to watch that postseason and still even kind of mention them together. Joel? People are delusional. Joel Embiid does not have one single signature playoff moment. Not one. No, he doesn't. Mm. Like, maybe the fucking maybe airplane. Maybe the Toronto one. Maybe no, the, the game it's winner. The, it's the, yeah, it's the game Toronto winner. Toronto shoot? Last yeah. Year. But that's, like, isn't first it sad? That it's, it's a seven-foot-two center making sad. a three, that's, like, falling away. It's that's pretty sad, though. Right, Post-first round. His MV, mm. an MVP of the league in a superstar's signature playoff moment comes in round one. Yeah, that's that's yeah. why it's sad. Like, yeah. this guy arguing jo- Joel is clearly better than Giannis. Giannis dropped a 50-point almost triple-double in a finals-clinching game, has two MVPs, a finals, a finals MVP, and a defensive player. In what fucking world can you even argue Joel So wait, real him? quick. And just, I love Joel Embiid. Just as a podcast, and Christian, you're included because you're his replacement eventually. But um, <laughs> Yeah, we're grooming you. No, all jokes aside, this is, Stop saying that. This is a podcast <laughs> that has more meanings than that, you this fucking This is a sicko. Philly sports podcast. This is a Philly sports <laughs> podcast that accepts the fact that Jokic is the better player. Right? It's undeniable. Happy to put that we on all record. Agree. I all agree. Yeah. It's undeniable. I don't now. think Pat like, agrees. No, we no, all begrudgingly agree. No, but I do. like you there's it's just I think Embiid has more basketball talent. Yeah, there's no doubt about but it. But like Jokic is the better player. I think that it's yeah, close it's because of the defense. I think it's close because of the gap in defense. Mm-hmm. I think after like watching this whole postseason play out, I think I'm comfortable saying uh Jokic and Joel are pretty like similar in the post. They're both very Jokic though. I admire the way Jokic plays in the post because he does something Joel is willing to do, and that's use his size way more often. Mm-hmm. Joel is well, kind of Embiid wants to put up a cute highlight of him yeah, looking like exactly. Kobe. He's so, like he. <laughs> I'm not saying overall, but he's kind of soft in that way. He does not go up to the rim hard nearly as and much as he should. Also, he doesn't because he did that early in his career. And, yeah, and that's what get hurt. got him hurt. But yeah. I'd so. say they're pretty similar in the post, just different. Jokic, Jokic is a better shooter, a better passer, a better rebounder simply because he tries, and then yes. the, ga- the real gap becomes on defense. And I think that Jokic, I would say, is a better offensive player, and Joel is a better defensive player. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's, rebounding, where, that's a fair analysis. The rebounding is where I go a little the other way, just because, like, no, 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 listen. Like, offensive rebounding, sure. but Joel just doesn't try. No, no, yeah, no, but like defensive rebounding, Joel's actually playing defense. Jokic isn't. I. But like I, you're, I think Jokic put the to bed the. I'm not saying he's as nearly as good. Jo- Joel is like a defensive player of the year candidate every year. But I think Jokic kind of showed in this playoffs he's not as much of a liability on defense when he wants to be. Like he, I think he played pretty well. The fucking I don't know the exact number, but the Heat were shooting a very, very, very bad. And I know that they didn't shoot too well over the series in general, but they were shooting a very poor percentage when Jokic was the primary defender. But that was also Bam just literally missing Bonnie. He fucking he's yeah he sucks he's a, he's like a, like why. Watching him fucking post up Jokic was hysterical. I just think because like, he literally would just like try to do some fucking stupid little sky hook, and it just would completely clang off the back of the like rim. Joel like Embiid, he does have a cool name. Joel Embiid in a game seven. Had, well, how many Bam. rebounds? How many rebounds did he have? Like four, like what? four rebounds in game seven. Joel, uh, like something yeah, like that, yeah, like something yeah. terrible. It just it's but that was lack, also because he had like four blocks. Like, he's yeah, more athletic, <laughs> so he'd get in there, but he's just it's a lack of effort, and it's not just in that one game. I think it's overall in his career. He could rebound. Wh- his rebounding has been a point of contention for fans for. A year. I agree. No, I agree. Like offensive, one hundred percent. Like I one hundred percent agree that he should get more offensive. Boards. And you see a lot of tweets. Defensive. On I'd rather have him guarding someone and going up and getting blocks. Sure. Than getting you see calls. a lot of tweets on Sixers Twitter saying, "Oh, I hope Joel Embiid's watching this and uh, learns from it." Don't hold your breath. 
Yeah. Don't hold your I breath. I mean, it, it is kind of funny. We've said this about every postseason. It is funny. Don't, don't hold your like, breath. Dude, it's such a it, – it's so funny how with this finals it becomes even a worse. I really don't think he cares about it. After Joel got – after we, No, he says he does. No. Oh, okay. After we got <laughs> blown out <laughs> – Yeah, game, him and Harden locked my, in all year. Yeah, all yeah, they're yeah. focused on is the championship. After we got blown out in game my seven, we all My dad told me I'm said, not ugly. So, yeah. After we got blown out in game seven, we all were like, what a bad look the MVP like is for Joel now. It just became like even worse because it's like people already said Joel cried his way to that MVP. And now it's like, okay, Jokic took that and said, all right, fuck it. I'll just go win the finals. Wait, wait, wait. wait did you guys hear what Mark Jackson said after? The, yeah. Uh, so Mark Jackson was like, I'm glad I got my MVP vote, right? He was the only voter that didn't vote for Jokic in any capacity. Well, then he did not. <laughs> right. He like literally he just, just lied. Straight blatantly. lying on yeah. the air. Yeah. Like, I, I just started cracking up when I heard that. I, he said that, and I was like, he was like, man, I'm glad I got my MVP man. vote. Right, He's the Trump also didn't of, uh, even sports the last, put him on the ballot. The last, like, finals topic I had real quick was just that, like, I think there's no player in a better position in the NBA than Jimmy Butler because he is a player that gets all of the credit when things go right and almost none of the blame when yeah, they go Yeah, because he's playing yeah. with undrafted players. Like That's he, what's going to happen. Every single time he played good, it, and listen, I'm, I'm one of them. Every single time he plays good, it's fucking ESPN, like, Playoff Jimmy, Jimmy G buckets. And then when he plays like dog shit in like a lot of those la- later Celtic series games and most of this series, no one says a fucking word. The only if, person that has is Stephen A. You gotta yeah. give him credit. That's why he literally shat Jimmy, Jimmy as, as great as Jimmy <laughs> is. So. As great as Jimmy is, he's in a he's in the tier below the best guys. He is. Yeah. I think he's in a couple. No, no, like, that, and like I'm gonna go back. He always to shows Stephen up a in the playoffs. Stephen A. Literally said. He's a star. He's not a superstar. Yes, yeah. because I don't if, even if know he's one hundred percent right. Because like, if a superstar, like a Steph Curry, a LeBron, a KD, do you think he's a star or a very good player? I think he's a star. He's a star. I think he's a star. He's not a superstar. If any of those superstar players put up some of the games he put up, they would be getting destroyed, mm-hmm. and rightfully so. But he gets away with it because no one, I guess, people expect less of him. Yeah, and he was absolute dog shit that entire finals. Like he. Yeah. I mean, he, I wonder. Do you guys even know what he averaged? He probably averaged like eighteen like, points a game. I think he averaged like around like twenty. I want to say like yeah. twenty-two, low twenty-one. Like, like that. that's that's still like, terrible for a guy that's putting that up fucking. Was better. I mean, yeah, the exactly. Whole series, he like. sold the game. The, the the last game of the series. Oh, Jimmy yeah. passed the ball away and that's then also took a horrible. stupid three. Yeah. I hate to be the uh, bearer of bad news here, but uh, we we got to wrap up pretty soon. Yeah. So get that was your, the last thing I wanted to say. Get your closing. Get your closing arg- arguments. Uh, well, I just right. want to say I'm glad the Sixers got Rico Hines because he's a very good player development coach, and I'm very excited to see what he does with guys like Paul Reed. Um, I almost said Isaiah. Happy Joe. birthday, oh, Paul Reed, by the way. Man, oh. B-ball Paul's uh, birthday today. Yeah, that B-ball Paul's birthday. I really hope that that hiring can help take Maxi to the next level. So Maxi, so Paul we, Reed. I want to. Um, I want to stop running the offense through Joel. I think that's the next progression for the Sixers. All right, it's so never going to happen. With Joel. Ha- I'm going to tell you that right now. Do you have any final th- <laughs> thoughts? They can uh, beat that anything. The Phillies are doing a good job of roping me back in. Uh, they've looked good. And I was the any one. Any indictment thoughts or? <laughs> do you like to share? I plead the fifth. All right, much like much like Trump. But anyway. Yeah, they're doing a good job roping me back in. I was on here last week, and I said, oh, they only beat the fucking, you know, the Tigers and the Nationals, whatever. So, like I said, when they get to 500, I'll be all the way back in. Phillies, Vince will be back. And when Fair. they get swept by the Mets, we'll be all down. And we'll back. be right back out. <laughs> Christian, That's any, it for me. Any, any final thoughts? Uh, all I'm going to say is Jalen Hurts for MVP next year. Hey, hey sir. Yes, sir. Put your tickets what in are, now. What are the yeah. odds, I wonder, right now? Hold on, real quick, before we end it. Let, let me... There's let, no Sheamus has become yeah. a big gambler recently, and he's the, hitting. Um, I am hitting. Like we used oh, to make. No, he, he doesn't. He doesn't send his losses. It's, it's just funny yeah. because we used to. <laughs> post I, don't, I don't really lose. I wait. Did we or did we not though? Tell Seamus once he got into gambling, he wouldn't stop. And yes. Look at him now. We tried. Now he's of, throwing fucking a yeah. hundred dollars on Bryson Stott to hit a home my, run. I <laughs> bet in Bryson. First Stott. of all, that was twenty dollars, and I we, won two hundred and forty. I'm just saying we oh, called this shit. 
100. We told Seamus that he would get roped in. And I'm never going to bet on Phillies baseball. <laughs> that was the best. That was. I told him not to bet on Philly sports. He was like, yeah, you're right. I probably shouldn't. I'll bet with my heart. <laughs> did, you, did you see the MVP odds? Or they don't have them? I gave up. Okay. We started talking <laughs> about my All right, them. Pat, any final thoughts for you? He already said right. it. Oh, you did? Jake, <laughs> oh, yeah, Rico, Rico Hines. Hines. Jake, play us. Right, how about you? I'm in the corner All right. watching <laughs> you kids. See you guys <laughs> next week. Well, heads up. Be nice. I'm right over here. Yeah, just let Seamus sing it out. Me? Whoa. <laughs> We're back, baby. Phillies. Well, not yet. But they're, uh, get to 500. <laughs> We're getting there. Get said to 500 and we'll be back. All right. Good night, everybody. Thanks for listening from the Newsweeds. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Pornhub.